<laughs> oh, we're going to have fun today. So much fun. <laughs> Good afternoon, business geeks. How are all you doing? Welcome to the Business Geeks Podcast. We're three entrepreneurial uh, entrepreneurs geek out loud and proud about business because we all really love business and that's that's why we're all really here and that's why you're here watching it i'm super joe pardo of superjoepardo.com and indiepodcasters.com i'm joined by my two wonderful co-hosts jennifer crawford the co-founder of sparent.co and samantha riley of samantha riley.global i almost Totally messed up your name, Sam. So, oh, but uh, you didn't, and that's the main thing. I didn't. I was about to laugh in the middle because I knew I was. It, the words were coming out wrong <laughs> as I was saying them, but I saved it. Today we are talking about rebranding and and all the things that you should be thinking about from when is it time to rebrand, how to go about rebranding, personal stories about our rebrandings and how it went and how it's going because sometimes it's a here in the now kind of process and yeah so i thought it's my week to bring up a topic and i thought that this kind of came to me while we were talking after last week's show and i felt like it was pretty pertinent given that i had just gone through rebranding sam apparently you're going through a rebranding soon mm-hmm. Yeah. well it's we're kind of in the depths of it where no one sees anything but there's lots of work happening behind the scenes <laughs> <laughs> i love it jen have you ever gone through a rebranding I, not technically, but I do have, instead of rebranding, I did something else. So if it comes up, I'll be happy to talk about it. Oh, well, I'm we'll, see. well now we're all really intrigued, yeah, Jen. Right? Like, like now we're all like, oh, what is it? What is it? It's a little cliffhanger for you. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep things interesting. Well, you, oh, you always do. By the way, is your bed here yet? Oh we, my gosh, guys. I have a new bed. Oh! oh yes! And... I don't know if I look like more bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, but I've had the best night's sleep the past two nights that I've had in a long time. So I feel so good. I feel so refreshed and energized. And oh, that's, that's great to hear. I had a so great workout exciting. this morning because of it. Um, you know what? You can laugh that I bought an adjustable bed, but I highly recommend the adjustable bed life. Did you it's sleep a- zero gravity? I did. Yeah. <gasps> I did. That is so awesome. Yeah. So, NASA, you need another astronaut. I oh. sleep zero Jen's gravity. up for the challenge. She's all, all good. <laughs> so, so it's, it's nice. It's really nice. That's awesome. Does Thor feel the same way, though? Cause yeah. Yeah. Yes, good. he does. Good. Yes, good, he does. Good. You might think I have the remote control. And I'm, I'm not relinquishing it. And I'm still sort of playing around with all the buttons and all the options. Hey, is it Regger? Regger, yes. Regger. Hey, Regger. Speaking of beds, I have the memory <laughs> foam. And the problem with that is that it remembers how bad I am. <laughs> it can be a motivator when you see the impression of your body. Like, is that me? That's more me than I thought of me. Um, yes. Yeah, I have the memory foam too. So I'm, I'm sure I'm going to be experiencing that. I mean, I'm just going to say I had dinner with Regger the other night and, you know, he's kind of a big deal. So it's okay. It's all right to have the big impression in the bed. Oh, Oh, badoom tish. Yeah, right? And the humor just keeps flying around here. Yes, yes, yes. So 
uh, well, I'm glad to hear that you finally got your bed. That's Ooh. awesome. Congratulations. So that chapter is now closed. As long as we'll see if you can, if you can do your Well, I think that's that almost been half of our show since we started is talking about that bed. That's the a bed. huge yes. chapter. Yeah, yeah. The bed well, in the box experience is something <laughs> else, but we can Worth tuck it in. We can tuck that, that story in now because it's... We can put, put that bed. story to bed. <laughs> uh, so... So anyway, rebranding, it's something that I've done a couple of times with my shows, once with the my podcast conference, and Pod, now Independent Podcast Conference, it was originally Mid-Atlantic Podcast Conference. But before we get there, Sam, I want to find out what made you want to go down the rebranding rabbit hole? I think it's something that all of us need to do every now and again. You know, when you're checking in, you know, and you're thinking about what is the audience that I'm working with? Who am I going for? Does my mission and vision still, is it still in alignment with the visuals that we're showing? You know, there's different parts of rebranding too, because there's the auditory as well. You know, every now and again, I change the clip at the start of my podcast because I feel like it's not quite on brand for what I'm doing. So I think that it's something that we need to be doing as business owners all the time. You know, Facebook's done it. Google's done it. Uber's done it. Pepsi's done it. Coca-Cola's done it. Look at, you know, look at where, why other people do it. And there's probably some some little tips there for ourselves. Uh, absolutely. I think that's a great way is starting with the reflection point of where you're at, what's working, what's not. Looking at what data you have on the people that, you know, when you're doing those surveys and finding out, like, what is it they really like? What is it that they don't really like? And trying to go in and dive deeper into that is like, okay, what wording are we using? You know, what mm. tagline are we using? What is the name of the place, you know, the company or the place or, or the thing that we're trying to market? Is it really speaking to the people that we're trying to reach? Or is it actually missing the mark of where we're trying to, you know, trying to hit? So like with me, with, uh, with the Mid-Atlantic Podcast Conference, it, you know, to me, it started out as this idea of like, hey, we're going to host this conference and it's focused in the mid-atlantic region and but right out of the gate like i had already missed that mark because i was inviting people that weren't in the mid-atlantic region into the group and it kind of it kind of just took off from there so even when we held our first event there was people from all over the up and down the east coast of the country not just the mid-atlantic already coming to the first event so and by the second event we were already had people from the west coast central united states as well as the uk in the house it probably was long overdue to figure out what that looked like especially considering the fact that i would receive emails every year with people saying hey can i come to this event it's like well yeah it's a podcast conference like you totally can you know come to this conference it's not a big deal at all like come join us come hang out come have fun but it's called the mid-atlantic because that's where it's held not who it's specifically for and so, yeah, four years into it, four and a half years into it, four and pretty much like three quarters into it, seven, seven eighths into it. I was talking with one of my our team members in the in the group and he was like, you know, I think you need to really hammer home this independent idea because, you know, the Mid-Atlantic is it's great. We love we all love the name and what you're doing, but it doesn't really speak to who is here already and like who you want to attract into the group. Mm. And that's where the like literally like three weeks prior to our big fifth anniversary event, we started brainstorming up the name and the, getting the logo together and all these things and how I would announce it and do a changeover by like 
pre-grabbing the Instagram handle and the Twitter handle and then making the swap after I made like that night after I made the event or made the the, the um, announcement that night I was like swapping the names you know uh, Twitter handles and Instagram names and the Facebook page and even got locked out of Twitter because <laughs> there's a question where it asked you what's the birthday of you but it's your birthday not the event or the company's birthday because if you put in like literally anything under 18 it's going to require like to, it's ah. going to lock the account which it did and i had to in the hotel room i'm like taking a picture of my id to email it off to them and fortunately it only took like an hour or two and it was back like it may have even been less than an hour and it was back online so good news you know but just a lesson you know uh, when you're trying to be like oh what if all the things like no 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 you don't need to fill out <laughs> all the things just Leave that one blank or put in somebody's birthday that's old enough uh, if your organization is not old enough. So, you know, do that. But, you know, and there was a lot, you know, you're going to get mixed feedback, right? Like I got a lot, like a lot of pushback from some of our biggest fans in the, you know, in the, of the organization and how, you know, I love the MapCon name. I'm worried things are going to change. I'm worried that things are going to be different. How is all this going to affect, you know? How's this all going to play out? And I'm just like, it's really just a name change. You know, for the most part, we're, we're keeping a lot of how things operate and how we do things the same. Um, but that says a lot to, you know, when you do things like that, people that really love what you do get scared, right? They're like, oh, no, is it, mm. you know, you're going Hollywood on us all of a sudden. And that's no good, <laughs> right? Like, you know, that's not always the case, right? A name change can be so huge. I mean, just from changing the name in the Facebook group, I mean, we went from having a mostly static, relatively static growth, like, you know, maybe one, two, three, four people a week would join the group, if that, uh, to all of a sudden, like, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine people a day were joining the group with zero, like, you know, input into it, like, not mm. advertising it or anything. So, you know, it's one of those things like it happens. And then you don't always get it right on the first try, right? Like I, I always like to go back to Disney, right? Disney will put together a show and they'll do a show like they did this thing called Rivers of Light over in Animal Kingdom down in, in Walt Disney World. Well, the show sucks. Like nobody's sticking around for this show and they know it. And they've been trying for like eight years to have this nighttime or actually probably 20, almost 20 years now to have this nighttime show in the Animal Kingdom because people know it's half day park. You're there in the morning, you get all the rides out of the way and it's like, okay, well, it's four o'clock now. What do I do? I guess I'm going to another park or I'm going somewhere else because there's no reason to stick around. I've done mm. all the things and there's no nighttime show. I'm out. So, you know, they try to do this thing and it's like they can't do fireworks because the animals are right there. So they're like they're not trying to give them like any kind of Prozac or anything to relax. Like it's just, you know, anything to kind of chill out. But so, you know, it doesn't always work out in the first try. And sometimes you got to remember, like, in my case, like the website, right? First, it was independentpodcastconference.com. Like, okay, I have that registered and it'll forward. But but then it's like I changed the domain, you know, six months mm -hmm. ago. The main domain is indiepodcasters.com. It was indiepodcon.com. But I switched it to Indie Podcasters because we're more than just a conference. We're the university and we're a community and we're at the conference. And it's like all these pieces are coming together. And it's like just the one indie referencing just the conference doesn't make sense so sometimes you have to look at i mean look apple did it right apple computers just apple like there's there's a time there comes a time where what you're talking about doesn't necessarily apply to what you're doing 
anymore. And you have to be willing to to take that. Now, with that said, like I've seen bad examples of this. Now, I don't know, if, Sam, if you guys have Office Depot and Office Max down there. <laughs> No, we do not. Two, like they're like staples. So you have staples. Oh no, right? because right when we come there, we always do our office depot pickup. Oh, oh, you do have. Oh no, no, Wait, no. What? When we come to the states, oh, in oh, Australia we have Office Works. Office Works. So you don't have staples down there. I thought that was an international. Okay, so okay, or it's international, but it's not. I guess to your side of the world. So when Office Depot and Office Max they decided to merge. They went through like this rebranding thing, and ultimately, it's known as Office Depot, Office Max. That's the name of the company, and they're just like stacked on top of each other. And I'm like, that's they probably paid somebody an awful lot of money to just take two names and stick them on top of each other. That's it's, you know, it's a hard. lot of big brands have made branding errors, which are can be really hilarious. I don't know if you guys remember when Hershey's did a rebrand and they just changed the look of the logo and. The original logo, which I think we probably have imprinted in our chocolate-loving brains, was like Hershey apostrophe S. It was sort of a 3D-looking logo with the silver-wrapped Hershey Kiss in the foreground. And the more modern logo was more, you know, one-dimensional, a a flatter logo. And then it was more of an illustrator. The illustrated piece of candy, they got in trouble because everyone said it looked like a poop emoji. (laughs) <laughs> and so which it um, does which it does all you have to do is i mean look at that it's a poop emoji put some, li- some lines in there yeah yeah so they got a lot of online ridicule a lot of jokes and so i think they pretty much had to scrap that so it's funny when you have an established brand i mean you really have to if you're changing the look of your branding your logos that sort of thing I mean, so much thought. I mean, even companies with much deeper pockets than us small business owners are making mistakes. So if they're making mistakes, just think of like what we could do left to our own (laughs) devices. Um, Mm -hmm. So I I completely like support our small business owners who are thinking of a rebrand. I think a reinvention is, is often called for. And Joe, I think yours was extremely smart because the name, your name was limiting your growth and you had a larger vision for MapCon. And I think by rebranding, renaming, you're now able to see that vision come to fruition where I think it would be a much harder battle to do that with a geographical designation. So I think your rebranding was really, really smart. And I think you're, you could agree because you're already seeing, seeing the results. Uh, Mm. (laughs) Marcia, it's a good point. The Hershey new Hershey logo doesn't just look like doo-doo, but it looks like smoking doo-doo. So, um, yeah, Marcia, exactly. Anyway, I mean, I isn't that what Hershey funny. Kisses are, though? I mean... No, they're chocolate morsels of Poop didn't just get invented because of an emoji that it was created for it. Like, it came from somewhere. <laughs> okay. I don't so. even know what to say. <laughs> All right. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, well, that's a shame that they were uh, blocked because of an emoji. When emojis, I mean, this was a specific picture. I don't know if the uh, thing actually took place, but this was reviewed back on back in 2014. So, like, emojis so were what, what did only they a few do? years old at that point. As far Maybe as what, what is their logo like now? Just, just looks like poo. It looks like poo. Um, Has it gone back to the original one? I don't know. I guess we should just go to Hershey's website. Hershey.com. 
hopefully this is the right one. <laughs> so, yeah, it just is her. They've gone back. So they've sort yeah. of mixed both of them together, which is a really good point oh, no. because we, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they have them mixed them together. We need to listen to our audience. Yes. It's a really good, really good lesson there. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Record. And then there was silence. Yes, yes, there was silence. You know, a good awkward silence every once in a while can be expected around here. <laughs> At this point, Jeez. I would agree. Yeah. But, you know, so I think that, so it doesn't always go well and it doesn't always happen. And there's been plenty of examples of, of companies going back to their previous one. And I think a lot of times it's like, okay, well, I guess the question is, is if Hershey's had this problem, did they do enough like trials? Did they do enough asking of the peoples, right? Did they mm. do enough surveys? It's like, hey, did you like this or like that? I mean, they have their own theme park, okay? They could have went into their theme park, pulled people aside and said, which one do you like? Is this bad? You know, get me feedback, right? Mm-hmm. Hold the iPad up. It's not like they couldn't have done well, I don't know, in 2014. I don't know when this, the logo was rebranding and if it was in 2014, but but they could have did it, right? They absolutely could have did it and could have got that feedback in front of getting that kind of feedback publicly <laughs> like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What's the difference, though, between or where's the line between getting feedback and like, Having, because you know, if you do it going through something like this, there's always going to be people that do like the new branding or the old branding, people that didn't like the new branding and the old branding. You know, everyone's got an opinion, right? So, where's that line between, you know, you said, Joe, that there were people that didn't like your rebrand. I have no idea what your story is, Jen, but I'm guessing there's, you know, some people have got some opinions about, about whatever that was. Can you tell? I still want to know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you. Well, so in my situation, my first company was a pet sitting company. And so it had a you know cute name. It's called The Kept Pet. The mm-hmm. Kept Pet. So we kept the pets at home. We took good care of them. Treated them like royalty, right? So that's that's the image we wanted to portray. But as the business matured, there came a need we discovered a need for midday dog walking. And this was not when people were out of town, but simply when they were at work. And they wanted somebody to come in the middle of the day, Monday through Friday, give their dog some exercise and give them a bathroom break because they're working long hours between their work day and their commuting day. Some of these dogs would have to stay indoors for you know, 10, 12 hours a day. That was too long. So ended up becoming, very quickly becoming a really big part of our business, but the kept pet didn't tell people that we offered that. It wasn't super obvious. So I was like, you know, do we change our name and put the dog in it somewhere? And we just couldn't make a rebrand work. So we ended up starting like another company called the Doggy Walkers, silly little name, but it was like, you knew what we did. And so we ran them out of the same office side by side, but we actually ended up making it a separate like division and eventually it became its own company. So it wasn't really a rebrand. It was, we sort of had to do a, a whole other business in order to accomplish the goal, making sure that when people wanted midday dog walking, they came to us. They knew that's what we did at first glance. So we tried That's to do a rebrand awesome. and we couldn't. I couldn't figure out how to do it successfully. There's some really good lessons there because people need to understand what it is that we do. Great. Yeah. Right. Nice work. Thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. I mean, it was, well, yeah. 
Do you feel like you created more problems trying to operate two businesses at that point versus just the one? No, I mean, it didn't really. It actually was nice because we were already had an office space. You know, we already had an office staff. We already had people doing the service, like midday dog walking. So this way, it really was just a marketing move, if nothing nothing else. So we had the infrastructure in place. It was simply like for new business that we wanted to just sort of increase the chance of, of more of that business coming our way. And it worked really effectively. So in terms of finding us, like people that wanted that, you know, came to us and we we stood out from all the other like pet sitting companies that were doing offering both services, but some did, some didn't. You'd have to, you know, call around and figure out because some people didn't do midday dog walks that did pet sitting. And so this way we we became like the industry leader in our area for that service. So good. That's awesome. Unintentionally so brilliant move. I love my favorite kind of brilliant <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah. So I think, you know, rebrand, like it's not your only choice necessarily. Like maybe it's a refresh, you know, it's not a complete mm-hmm. rebrand, but it's a refresh. Maybe it's a different division or department, or maybe it's a different business that complements your existing business. I mean, it really just depends on your situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that brings up a good point too, is trying to re-educate people. You know, sometimes it's easier to just start fresh with a whole second, you know, line of business than to to try to expand the brand and then maybe end up confusing the brand going forward for people, newcomers coming to that business. Mm. Uh, I mean, we kind of ran into that back in the Pardo truck parts days of getting a we got into tractors like, you know, like farm tractors. Mm-hmm. And it was it's not that it didn't work. I mean, we, we had sales with it. Because we had a lot of the same crossover people that were like there to buy parts and also needing of like some kind of farm tractor of sorts, whether it's like small to medium large, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I guess it was medium large size. But yeah, it, it does create like a whole other set of issues from a, you know, what you're here for and trying to segment it. And then we also did trailers for a while as well, which was also another it, that that wasn't probably as much of a jump because we were selling to like the companies that we already were selling parts to versus like the the mechanics that were coming in for parts like hey we also have these tractors like that kind of thing it, it just becomes sometimes a little too i don't know i mean we ultimately ended up having separate company names for everything rather than going the route of just like oh we also do this and we also mm. do that and we had people that were in line to do to sell those trailers and the tractors and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, uh, sometimes having a separate brand name of it, it helps uh, mm-hmm. just alleviate some of that confusion. So when you show up to like the 4-H fair, which is like the farm fair, Sam, the you're, you're not showing up as part of truck service parts. You're showing up as like part of a tractor. I forget what the actual, I forget what the, the, the name was. But, you know, it's something that's like related to what you're showing up with. Mm. Makes mm. sense. Makes, makes sense, it but... makes it a lot easy to understand. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, confused clients don't buy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, confused mm-hmm. customers don't make purchases. So that leaves us with Sam's rebrand. Well, I can't tell you much more right now than what I've already said because my rebrand hasn't had the the curtain lifted. But funnily enough, it's not just me that's doing the rebrand. Leon also is doing a rebrand. So there will be some. 
pulling back the curtains before the year on both of our businesses. That is exciting. Awesome. I love your secretiveness. <laughs> it's very intriguing what you have Jesus. going on in Australia. <laughs> Business secrets. Business secrets. I love it. Well, I know whatever it is, so, it's going to be amazing. So just keep your eyes peeled. They are coming. Awesome. 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 Was there any other notes or things that uh, either of you had to add to rebranding? No, I think that the stories that both of you shared and and me a little bit at the start is, you know, exactly what people need to think about, you know. Where, you know, what is our business? Who do we serve? Are we still going the same way? Are we, you know, attracting the right clients? It's something that we need to be doing all the time is just stopping, taking a breath and having a look and saying, are we still on track or do we need to change something up? Do we need a refresh? Do we need to be a little bit more modern? You know, yeah. so. Are you embarrassed when people go to your website? Are you mm. embarrassed to hand out your business card because you know you've sort of, you know, been left behind in terms of, you know, having a modern image? I mean, you know, you know when a website's been made in the 1990s, you can tell. You can tell as soon as you land on the page. Oh, I I did a presentation last week and I actually took a screenshot of my first e-com site in 2000. Ah, it is funny. <laughs> well, you could, you, you'll know by uh, beginning of next year if the site was made in the mid-2000s and still there because it has probably was made with Flash and uh-huh. it won't load on most browsers uh-huh. by the end of the beginning yeah. of next year so. Uh, there's things like that to think about. I think if you're confused at when you're trying to explain what you do and explain all that, then it might be time to like really maybe boil down what you do and what you talk about back down to something that is explainable uh, mm-hmm. and digestible for people and and even for yourself. Like some because it's it does get confusing sometimes. I I believe me, I'm a person that has a laundry list of things that to, to, attached to their name, like. It is confusing sometimes, and it's it can be a lot to, to try to navigate when you're explaining somebody. And I think that's a great point about the website and the the business card as well. I um, have a question, Joe. Yeah, yeah. Okay, this might be okay, awkward, go ahead. but I am the queen of awkward. Uh. <laughs> can we talk about? And if we can't, that's okay. Just shut me down. Oh, um, are you gonna go? Okay, I know what you're gonna. Can say. we talk about your personal rebrand issues? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, ultimately, okay. I decided to keep it Super Joe Pardo, ah. and, and 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 here's why: because I talked to probably no fewer than about ten people, and not a single person had either a negative thing to say, or actually, all the negative was I wouldn't change a differentiator that you already possess, and I wish I my name had that same level of differentiator to it. So, that what was on the ah. table, folks, was whether or not to keep the super. <laughs> In Super Joe Pardo, that was that was the issue, right? Like that was that was yeah. the, the decision yeah. you had to make. I legit was like, I mean, not only close to thinking about it, I had already gotten the graphics made up and like had already switched the site over. It was switched over for probably like two days or so, maybe three days. And ultimately, like I said, I was talking to like about the ten people or so. Some of which I had, were new people that I had never talked to prior. <laughs> so they were new people I was talking to. I was just trying to get bounce ideas off of and, and get feedback, unsolicited, you know, uh, feedback off of people I've never really had any real conversations with. Prior, it kind of dawned on me that, like, 
maybe this whole COVID thing has gotten a little much to my head and I need to just push forward uh, where I am because ultimately I think it's, I still think it's a good viable idea. So I'm looking forward to it, keeping it and going forward. Well done on making a decision. Sometimes those decisions can be so hard to make. They can and it has to go, you know, you kind of feel good about it, right? On the the gut level. I, well, I'll tell you, I didn't. Yeah. The only place I changed it was on LinkedIn. So instead of writing superjoepardo.com, like in the bio or anywhere like that, it just says joepardo.com. But it's going to forward, and most people might not even notice, right? So maybe I pulled it back a little bit in some places, but but I'm still ultimately keeping it going forward. I like a good decision. Well, I, you know, not everybody knows you and knows the story, but can you? go into a little bit why you had even considered dropping it? Mm. Yeah, I felt like it potentially might have been holding me back in ways that I wasn't for being for, you know, foreseeing as far as like people that would see it and get preconceived notions of like superheroes, child, you know, you're better than me, those types of feelings. And, you know, ultimately, like that's none of <laughs> none mm. of those three things. Other than maybe child from time to time, uh, you know, grown up child, uh, you know, really fit the fit the blanket statement of the Super Joe Pardo. Right. And branding of it. So, you know, I, I just I don't know. I just was wondering, like I said, I got I had this thought probably like six, almost six months ago, five months ago, because I was listening to Tim Gillette and he was he had said something about like, what if you had to start over tomorrow? Right. What if you had nothing? And he wasn't specifically talking to me at the time, but yeah. he was talking to his thoughts. And he's like, what if you had to start over like with nothing, like no branding, no one knows you for who you are anymore. Like you get rid of all your social media accounts and just start fresh, like yeah. start from zero. And then it, it, it kind of like rolled in my mind for a while and was, you know, thinking about it. And um, and then I happened to be listening to Kevin Hart's first audio book. Can't, I can't make this stuff up. And he was talking with his mentor in the story about his he had a stage name and how he should get rid of it and all that. Because, you know, when you think of like the greatest comics, uh, probably like nine out of ten of them don't have a stage name. Right. Because mm-hmm. they're not rappers or wrestlers. And so so it's just like, oh, man, like I'm, I just happen to be listening to this book. And after I've been rolling around in my mind, I'm like, maybe the universe is trying to tell me something I just happened to be, you know, in the right place at the right time. But ultimately, I think to me, I think it, the differentiator matters. And I think that it does create more intrigue than it probably will create negative on mm-hmm. uh, maybe with the ex- side effect of LinkedIn, where I've like I said, I've cut it back a little bit there. And ultimately, we'll we'll see. We'll see mm. if that even makes a difference on LinkedIn and and going forward. But yeah, it's, it's here to it's here to stay for now. Uh, and I actually have a bunch of plans going forward for the Super Joe Pardo show. So I'm looking forward to to rolling that out over the next couple of months here as I get caught up on some of this indie pod stuff that I've been you know looking at my to do list and it just continues to grow and mock me in my face of like hey you didn't get this done yet you know you haven't done yet you know there's like eight other things in this other list right next to it that you saw on the bucket list but it's like you haven't even gotten to that joe what are you even doing so super joe pardo is here to stay well done oh thank you decisions made yes 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 it is so if neither of you have anything else to say on branding going to my crime my gears this 
I feel like he's the, ready. I feel like I was going to say hit the gears. The there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So there's a rule like there's rules. So we went down to Ocean City. Jen, have you ever been to Ocean City, New Jersey? Of course. Oh, you Ocean City, New Jersey. No. New Jersey. No. Oh, you've been to I Maryland. have. Yeah. been to Ocean City, Maryland. <laughs> yes. So, so it's like that, Maryland. but it's, it's it's better than Ocean City, Maryland. It's way better than Ocean City, Maryland. Well, it might be. I promise you it's better than Ocean City, Maryland. It's been voted one of the like top 10 you know vacation destinations for families uh, like a decade in a row. Like It's been I'm number one. I'm not even like, arguing. Or are you? I hear it. You do not um, have so, to convince me. <laughs> so anyway, so we we went down there to bring the kids because we knew it wouldn't be very crowded and all that. And they have you know rules about like on the boardwalk, you don't have to wear a mask because you're outdoors, which you probably should because still people you know are somewhat in close vicinity. But when you go down to like the rides, like down in like off the boardwalk onto the rides. You're supposed to wear a mask. In fact, there's like, you know, announcements to come over the the thing that say like, hey, the speaker, you should say like, you should you should be wearing a mask or you'll be asked to leave, blah, blah, blah. But like, so we get the kids on this like spinning with like the cars like going around in a merry-go-round kind of thing. Ava gets on the motorcycle and there's another motorcycle right next to it. I'm getting Ava buckled in and then this kid jumps onto the motorcycle right next to her, of course, with no mask. And I'm just like, there's motorcycles right over there. And I'm like, I'm not going to make a big deal out of this, but I'm not happy about this. Like, you know, I, I, you can hear the parents say, how am I supposed to get my four-year-old to put a mask on? I was like, my two-and-a-half-year-old's got a mask on. You know what you do? You tell them you can't go on the rides. You want to go on the rides, put a mask on. You'll learn how to do it real quick because if you don't, there's no rides. And and that's it. It's not that. It's not hard. Mm-hmm. It's not hard at all. Uh, nope. It sucks. It's it absolutely. Look, I'll tell you, when I was on the um, Tilt-A-Whirl, I did not feel well wearing a mask. <laughs> I was like, I was like getting like sick, motion sickness and stuff. By uh, from where, and I don't usually get motion sickness on it, but you know, having the mask on and just it just it got to me real quick. And then you got Dom; he's like eating his mask, you know, <laughs> so it's all wet. And so he's basically got like oh, a, nice. a waterboarding going thing going on over his face. It's not good. But, you know, again, he does it. They do it because they want to go on the rides. Mm. Lay, the, lay down the law. Oh, I'm moving my yeah. camera. Absolutely. You do. I mean, <sighs> I'm, I'm definitely pro-mask, but I I will say that everything's a little less fun with a mask on. Mm. I don't think anyone's loving it. I don't no. think that's no. what Joe's talking this about. Not, I know. I know. He's just being responsible. <laughs> I'm just whining a little well, bit. And, and, <laughs> you, you just know felt what? left and, out, didn't you, Jen? It's like, it's grind my gears and, you know, <laughs> I want to join in. Well, look, I, and I feel bad for the people who work working the rides because, like, if I'm making, you know, basically minimum wage or a little above or whatever, I'm not going to be the one that goes and tells those parents, like, hey, you need to put a mask on your kid or get, get out. Like, there's already been instances where people got punched in the face. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not worth it, right? But wow. it is, but it's not. Like, it's not yeah. good. It's not okay. It's not good. It's not okay. No. No, it's, it's not. It's not okay. And, mm. you know, if, if for some reason you're just so anti-mask, then you have to accept the fact that you can't go certain places as long mm. as you refuse to, to wear a mask. It is private property. So, like, it's like in Disney, right? Disney World operating in Florida. And Florida's like, hey, everything's cool. We're opening everything up. Which, hey, great. Good for business. Hopefully people actually go. But... You know, Disney is taking the stance of, no, we're not changing our precautions. Like, you still got to wear a mask here. We will walk around. We will tell you to put the mask on and things of that nature. And because they don't want to be linked to, like, people having mm-hmm. a not-so-fun yeah. time coming back to Florida. 
Absolutely. You don't come back from Florida. So, or even living in Florida and having an unsafe place to, to be. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's complicated and not complicated at the same time. So, yeah. So I think, it, you know, that's me having a grandma gears moment and annoyed that, like, you know, the company is not uphold it, didn't go through and uphold it because that kid was on multiple rides. Like, it wasn't mm. just like, oh, that one time we saw him. Like, we saw him all over. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. I hope he wasn't a super spreader. I hope not, too. I know. Mm. I hope not to. Yeah. I feel bad for you. As a parent, like, I can't even imagine. Because, I mean, I could barely, like, be responsible for myself. Like, <laughs> well, the other day, like, I went I, I went to get my coffee. And I pulled up to the Pete's Coffee. And they're really strict about masks. And it's one of the reasons I've been, you know, going there. Because they're, they've been so strict for all along. They don't even, like, their restrooms are closed still. And they stayed wow. closed the longest of any coffee shop. But much longer than Starbucks during the quarantine. And they have good coffee. So I just parked and I was in a hurry and I wasn't thinking. And I just walked in, no mask. I was the only person there other than the people that worked there. And I, you know, did the mobile order. So I was just about to reach for my mobile order. And the lady's like, oh, my God, you have a mask on. And I'm like, and I was like frozen. I actually had one in my bag that was on my back. And I was like, I, I, but I froze. I didn't know what to do. I was like, should I just grab it and run? Because like, or do I need to go all the way back out, get the mask, and then come back in? And, and I was like, what do I have it? And I, I put it on. I was like, I'm so sorry. Like I literally for a second had not a care in the world. And this is 2020. <laughs> you can't do that. You, you're, you can't have no cares in the world. You don't even have to care. <laughs> No, I was like, I cannot believe for a second that I forgot what year I was in. I did that once. I, I forget what I was about to run into a store like uh, Kohl's or somewhere. And I just jumped out of the car and was like ready to run right in and totally had no mask on. And Marcia says, no. Yeah, I know. I was like, I cannot believe that I, oh, man, so humiliating. I felt so, I felt like I was just the biggest jerk, you know. Mm. it's understandable we you know we get inside of our own things and we just you know we forget we're we're not thinking about it you know it's not like it's been a part of our lives forever it's six months and you've been Mm. inside you've been at your house most of that time i don't get out that much (laughs) yeah exactly So, so you know, it's definitely, definitely uh, difficult. I got Marsha says I got your back to Crawford and call me. Uh That's why you're on on speed dial, Marsha. There's only like so many friends you can call when you're in jail. She's she's one of them. (laughs) (laughs) So then Sam and I can be offended that you didn't call one of us when you exactly, exactly. Following up from last week's show, exactly. I'll put you on speed dial. You don't know how often I'm in jail. Those bales can be pretty high, I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, man. So my lunch money this week is going to, uh, and and Sam knows how good this is, Johnson's Popcorn, because, of, of course, so we were down there good. one last time for the end of the season and had to get some Johnson's Popcorn on the Ocean City or what, which they actually do, apparently they do have a website. It's good. You can actually order it online uh, since 1940. The caramel corn's like the big thing. Oh, they have a three and a half gallon tin. That's question. That is a question lot. about yes. this Johnson's popcorn. Yes. How does it compare to Garrett's? Where is Garrett's from? I can't believe you asked that. I don't know. You don't. But, Chicago. Chicago. I've, I've been to Garrett's, Chicago like twice, it, but 
Oh my gosh, well, Garrett's Popcorn in Chicago, Garrett's Popcorn is like on every corner. It's amazing. I don't... Uh, and I feel... People huh. copy it all the time. Like, it's the combination... They're famous for the combination of the cheddar cheese and the caramel, the two kinds. Uh, together? together? In one bag. Ooh. You get sweet in and you get your bag. salty. Yeah, in one yeah, bag. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm not sure about that. Yeah. You know, but get sure I haven't tried it, so I don't know. <laughs> That's not taking anything away from Johnson's. I was just wondering if it was similar. Uh, I don't think they have a combination of those two. Like they do have cheddar popcorn, and they do have regular popcorn and the, the caramel corn. But I don't think you can get it mixed. They also have the peanut corn uh, popcorn okay. as well. But no, it's great. It's it's really good. Oh, they all oh, oh, the tri flavored the, looks good. Yeah, the I did have the. Uh, I guess it was like the chocolate drizzle one because they have like a they did it like a Christmas special or something like that. That stuff was good, really, really good. Mm. Yeah. So it's wow. that's uh, how long has Garrett's been around? I'm Since trying 1940, to see. Joe. 1940. Are you serious? Yeah, it's wow. right there, right on the top of their site. Oh no, 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 no. That's Johnson's. Oh, Johnson's. Garrett's. Oh, how yeah. long has Garrett's been around? I think it's been yeah. around a while. Not long enough to want to put it up here under their logo. <laughs> well. Maybe yeah. they just don't want to brag about it. I don't know. Wait, maybe we should have a popcorn tasting. Oh, here you go. Our story. Uh, oh, 1949. 1949. Oh, there you go. Okay, then. Nine right. years later. Hmm. That's, some old, that's some old popcorn. Any way you shake it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't realize popcorn was such a thing. Oh, really? Is I feel like we missed out so much down here. <laughs> I'm sure you have the equivalent of popcorn i don't know what it Wait, okay. <laughs> we have popcorn <laughs> but not all these fancy popcorns i will maybe maybe that i just don't like get out enough day. maybe we do i have a hard time believing that in all of australia nobody's thought to do something different with oh the they probably have someone tell me where it is <laughs> but i don't know where it is i didn't so, even know there was such a thing as cheddar popcorn <laughs> wow that's surprising. I know, uh, I know. But but in saying that, remember, last time I was there, I was saying to everyone at the table, I can't believe that you guys actually have mac and cheese on menus in restaurants. <laughs> yeah. And oh my goodness, that was the wrong thing to say at the table. <laughs> Next thing, there was a lot of mac and cheese happening. <laughs> oh my God. And it was good. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's hard to go wrong with mac well, and yeah, cheese. Yeah, where in Australia, mac and cheese is what you give the kids when you could not be bothered cooking. And that is the only time that mac and cheese comes out. <laughs> well, that definitely comes out at that time in the United States. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so they do so well. They do. They have three locations all on the same boardwalk. Wow. Uh, all within, what, six to, to eight, nine, like nine blocks of each other? Like math. Yes, something like that. No, six, nice. six, seven, eight, eight, eight blocks with the, within eight blocks of each other. So anyway, that's who's getting my lunch money this week. Uh, it's been a week. I feel like we should say something about it's the current state of things. It's okay. crazy. Hopefully, hopefully the things in the White House calm down and stops mm. being so contagious and get safer. I feel like John Taffer should come out of the bushes or something at some point and say shut it down just to get, you know, everything gets quarantined. But uh, hopefully everybody gets safe and comes through it fine mm. as more and more people test positive. And Jen's backyard. <laughs> Jen, what are you letting them do in your backyard? It's crazy. What, what are you talking about? DC. 
Oh, in, oh, oh, my, I was, I was thinking of my literal backyard. <laughs> she was thinking her literal backyard. She's like, hang on a minute, who's out right there, there that I don't, someone's hiding in the bushes and I don't oh, know Lord. about it? I only put the ring doorbell on the front, so I can't look at the back. The on parties the are the <laughs> Jen, there's something you need to know. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Am I missing a party? Like, should I go? Should I go? Not being a good host. I didn't make it. I didn't make any popcorn. Yeah, there's no mac and cheese. There's no mac and cheese. <laughs> I, I don't know, Joe. I think this is scary ground. I mean, I've, I am. I mean, I leave politic talk up to the experts. Oh, but yeah, the world is this on is fire. Hoping, we all know that. Hoping everybody gets better. Of course, mm. of course. I mean, we've had two hundred nine thousand too many too de- too many deaths. Mm. Like. Let's mm-hmm. just say that mm-hmm. it's it's outrageous. It is. It's outrageous. It absolutely is. And not in a good way. Mm. No, no, for people and for businesses and for the economy and the world in general. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. Good. Sending healing vibes yeah. to the world. Well, it must be nice down there only getting, what, like 12 cases or something? Well, <laughs> we've had zero cases in New South Wales for 10 days straight. Yes, yes. Well done, Australians. Well done. done. Absolutely well done. All right. Well, that's going to do it for uh, another episode of the Business Geeks podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share it with the business geek in your life. Send us your questions and suggestions to questions at businessgeekspodcast.com. Catch us next Monday, 5 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time and Tuesday, 8 a.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time. For Sam and Jen, this is Joe. Have a great week and I will see you next Monday.